quickly. Quickly. Do I look like I've gotten sun? Uh, it's very dark in here. But maybe your arms look a little red. <laughs> right here it does. I got sunburned. Slightly. Oh. Very, like, ever so slightly. Just well, it like... doesn't help that you're wearing a pink hat. Ask him about my pool. <laughs> oh. Hey, do you have, a, like, a body of water in your backyard? Yeah. Is it a swamp? No, it's my garden. I just, like, overfilled it. <laughs> I have a, 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 a rice paddy in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> just grown rice. <laughs> flooded it. You know? What else it's, grows in water? Do you, uh, water lotus. Algae. Mm, you seem, one. like, more like an algae farmer. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all this algae. <laughs> you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> It's full of very nutritious. Every vitamin and nutrient that you need. <laughs> and it just grows back so fast. And then every time you're on the podcast, I'll be like, Chris, you've got like green your teeth. You, oh, oh. Do you need a mirror? Uh, is that? Oh. <laughs> Hold on. I brought something from home. <laughs> A bucket. Very healthy. <laughs> I'm just, glad you've decided to go full vegetarian. It's really good on my. It's good for fiber. Well, <laughs> really, <yeah>. clean. <laughs> really, just, just Gets, like a sponge. You can really taste the dysentery. <laughs> Is there dysentery in it? Mm. Cholera. Why not cholera? Yeah. Uh, I think it's pronounced cauliflower. <laughs> I didn't know that. Come on, that was a funny joke. <laughs> no? No. Mm, I'm no. still stuck on children's jokes for the days. Well, I changed it up, so. No, I think you went lower than their age level. Cholera and cauliflower? Do they know what either of those two things are? <laughs> I've still been putting the cauliflower in the mac and cheese. They have no idea. They're like, it tastes like broccoli. And I said, oh, that's the nutmeg. <laughs> it, it's... <laughs> It's not any anything weird. Nothing. It's no not broccoli. Broccoli is green. No crazy cauliflower in here. Who said cauliflower? What? What is that? <laughs> that secret. That the flavor. Love. Love. I spit in it. My mom always used to tell us that. She's like, I'd be like, What did you do to make make it and make put the love in it? She'd spit, and I was like, <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom, for spitting in my food. <laughs> love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, ooh. Oh, is this... That's for you. Just, like, pop on here. Just, ooh, ooh, ooh. Cheers to another successful podcast. Um, so I've been doing, like, a question of the day thing at work. Um, and today was two truths and a lie. And one of my truths was I'm on two successful comedy podcasts. I don't know what defines success, but... Somebody's I, listening. So, thanks, Dusty. Thanks, Dusty. Uh, Dusty and Marissa. Those are our two, like, listeners that interact with our posts the most. Well... Not even post. Just interact with us the most because they send us messages. Um, but that's fine. It, it's, it's fine. That works. Yeah. So. Um, and when I, your lie was you're emotionally stable. No, I, I did um, two successful comedy podcasts. Then I said I've auditioned for the Netflix hit series. Nailed it. Uh, and then third one was I legally dehorned four white rhinos or helped to legally dehorn four white rhinos when I was in South Africa. <laughs> Oh, mm. and uh, 
everyone was like they were trying to decide between one and two because one person was like i know you do a podcast but i thought you only did one and i was like ooh, ooh, did i get you just by using the Wait. different the wrong numbers which one of these is not yeah correct not correct uh, successful <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not successful okay hey um <laughs> i uh I like it. <laughs> if we like it, then it's successful. Then okay, it's good enough for you. <laughs> so you can like it too. Um, for you, for you. But then, like, someone commented, "Like, I love that no one even questioned the rhinos. They were just like, yeah, that's definitely true.' Like, <laughs> sure, <laughs> called it a day. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, I was going somewhere with that. Oh, successful comedy podcast. So how was it on Nailed It? When you went, because you auditioned and got on the show. I auditioned. I didn't get on the show yet. No, oh, I didn't audition yet. But okay. I want to audition because I'm really bad at baking. And I want to meet Nicole Byer anyway. I want to meet Nicole Byer, yeah. That's, that's like the main point. And I can definitely show her that I'm terrible at baking so that I can meet her. I think that'd be fun. We were, we um, put in a routine where we'll watch one television show before they go to bed. Because mm-hmm. uh, it nailed it. No, I wanted it to be nailed. It's, it's kids baking competition. Uh, that's not bad. I was like, does Nicole buy her curse in this? She does. Does she? I, like a little bit, but I think it's like PG thirteen. But they're not thirteen, so can't do that. They've heard all those words. Yeah, but it's definitely funny. They believe out some things. Anyways, I'm gonna. See, but I'm good. What? Oh, doing. <laughs> I was I was like pairs of what? Socks. So I, sometimes that's all that's on my mind. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. That would be cute. That'd be fun. I we would kill each other. <laughs> I'm very um easily frazzled in the kitchen. Okay. In and the kitchen? Just, that's it? Only in the kitchen. Oh, oh. Nowhere else. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, very calm and collected most of the time. Oh. Except in the kitchen. Okay. The kitchen is w- where you draw the line. Yeah. Um, I am not. I'm actually very good at, like, cooking food, but when it comes to baking, I have no idea. No clue what I'm doing. Uh, I have to follow a recipe to a tea, um, and that's about all I can do. Everyone has to. Baking is a science. Yes, everything but has to be exact. From what I understand, they don't really give you like the idea of like how much you need to be putting into each of the things. Yeah, they do. They tell you the recipe, and you have to decide how much of it you need to make. Oh uh, well, see, that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, you just got to think. This is one cake. This well, is I know two, that that's in three, that's four cakes. In the Great British Bake Off, they do not give you the amount. No, so they don't do that. You have to like, oh, here's the things you need to make go nailed it tells you yeah okay but i'm not trying to be on the great british bake-off a bitch neither am i because i cannot figure that shit out anyway we watched the first season and i still hope i don't know that they do what is there like 13 seasons now they have that funny little butch girl butch lesbian at the front what the host sandy i don't know what her name is there's two women it's a woman with very short black hair yeah, that's she's not the host anymore. Oh no, I liked her. I liked her too. I I've actually liked all the hosts that they've had. Are they different every time? No. Oh, because <clears throat> they had the two girls, 
that hosts, and they were really good. And then whenever they switched over to, I believe, BBC. I'm sure it was always on BBC. Mm-mm. It wasn't. Uh, it, they switched to a different channel, and the two girls were like, yeah, I don't for some some political not political but i guess it was political some affiliation that they didn't agree with so then they left and so then they got the two new ones sandy and noel uh and then sandy at first for the new season she was not on it anymore i was like oh did they fire her or did she quit because of COVID? or i thought she died i was worried um but she didn't she just went on to to find other adventures uh so they hired another british comedian he's awkward but he's funny What's his mm. name? Mark? No. Matt. Get... Matt. I think his name is Matt. Jimmy Carr. You remember from Bridesmaids the brother that's uh, the brother of Rebel Wilson in the movie where I've never seen Bridesmaids. You've never seen Bridesmaids? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, whenever <laughs> the brother and sister are in the bathtub together. I don't remember any the, other characters besides Kristen Wiig. He was like super minimal. It was whenever Kristen Wiig lived with Rebel Wilson. And the brother was there, and that's the comedian that's the host on. Let Fra- me just see because Great I'm British very well versed <clears throat> in British culture. Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. Well, then uh, maybe we should have done uh, Drag Race UK to talk about. Oh, you know who got mad at me about that? <laughs> who? Dustin. Did he? Dustin Droshi was like Dustin. I'm just watching G- UK Drag Race UK all by myself. And I was like, oh, I'm watching it. And he's like, no, there's no podcast. <laughs> so I don't to get to listen, listen to. to the opinions. Uh, I do have to say that I really like Drag Race UK. Really... That's not a joke. It's just a fact. Only because of Bimini. <laughs> just because of Bimini. <laughs> and I just, I have to, I told Savannah about this. I was like, Matt Lucas. Yes. I love Matt Lucas. Well, then, yes, that's him. He was in Little Britain. Little Britain is hilarious, and they talk about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one who played the thing with the pony. Dickie Pollard. Yeah, with the pony. No, but shut up. Yeah, that was him. Um, Yes, so... uh, Bimini Bamboulash. Yes, Bimini Bamboulash. Ever since the first episode where she wore that hideous, like, uh, sports uniform and had, like, a meaty-ass tuck, I was like... Mama, what I thought she was gonna be like early out, like filler mm-hmm. queen kind of thing, and then whenever she did the mini challenge and was like super smart with the like the cakes or whatever, and like started talking about like Brexit and like all that stuff, I was like, okay, she's smart. And then we got her in the um, morning show, and I was like, okay, she's funny. And then we got her in the snatch game, it's like she's slutty and funny. Uh, we got her in the the dance challenge, she's smart, knows how to sing, well, sing, write lyrics, and. The is, lyric writing is what she's good at. Exactly. People love that. And entertaining. And then we got her in stand-up. Hilarious. We've got all angles of Benny and Bob Boulash. And she's giving us fashion and out-of-the-box drag. So I'm like, this is next drag superstar level material. Yeah. Period, says. I don't think that there's anybody left that can beat her. There's no one. I don't think so. La- Lawrence has been in the... Lawrence Cheney has been in the bottom so many times. Ellie Diamond's won nothing. No. Uh, and then Tace is... Tace has just in, been in the be bottom. There, yeah, kinda. Tace has been in the bottom like three times. She's absolutely gorgeous, stunning. But what has she done beyond that? Mm, she did good in the snatch game. She did all right in the snatch game. I wouldn't say she was amazing. I thought she was the next funniest person. Uh, I think that Ellie Diamond did a lot better in the snatch game than people give, give her, her credit, credit for, for because RuPaul tanked her. Because he doesn't understand who Vicky Pollard no is. No idea. He understood none of the British culture and none of the funny like moments from who she was. So it's like you 
tanked all of her jokes by saying, I don't understand that, like, and looked over to Michelle. So nothing, no one laughed at it because it was just like, okay, you guys were giving her a massive edit, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Do like Tase's beans on toast. Yeah. Good, though. That was good. That was good. Uh, Lawrence Cheney. No. Sucked at stand-up. Yeah. What I was really upset about how much of a bitch everyone was being to Ellie Diamond. Yeah. I didn't get that. Why were you so mad at Ellie he Diamond? was like furiously fuming the whole time. And I was like, it's a game. You the- know that they're going to do that. If, if they don't do that, they're being an idiot. Exactly. And the only person that you can be mad at or that, like, that I. She ruined the entire setup for everybody. Everybody was in a bad spot. But not if you make it so that it's not exactly. If there are no bad spots, it, if everyone does what they're supposed if to, if you're do. good, there's no bad spots exactly. And the only person that I could have actually agreed with being mad was Ahura. Yeah, Lawrence was just mad because Bimini did better than her. <laughs> so if yeah. Bimini's doing better than you, you have to do something. If you know that Bimini is going to be better than you, you have to do something better than Bimini. So like that's the the competition there. That's how it goes. I don't know. I didn't understand why everyone was pissed off at Ellie, and I'm like, girl. I felt bad for Ellie, and I guess the Twitter uh, fans were coming for Laudan's chain. Yeah, they bullied her off the internet. Yeah. Well, because she was very excessive. Regardless. Yeah. Don't start, bully your queens. Don't bully your queens. We're all not. We're all on this TV show together. <laughs> Every single one of us is on this television show, okay? And we're all having a good time, so there's no reason for us to bully each other. Especially on the episodes where I star. And I'm the star. And I'm the star. You remember that from mm-hmm. season six? Okay. You just didn't make any reaction, so well, I, I didn't like didn't. it. Okay. Um, well, you know what I do like? Um, laying by your swamp. I do like that. Oh my god! This weekend, while I was busy moving things uh, and like cleaning up the old apartment or house. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a little me time because I really want some me time right now. I'm going to build my garden because behind the garage, they left a big raised bed. Well, they left. I mean, there's a big raised they bed. They moved out. Yeah, I know. So they, they can't take anything from the house. And also, I don't know why they would try and take a raised garden bed with them if they tried to leave the house. Yeah, I know. Um, but you have to get a dump truck to get all the dirt. Yeah. Um, so there was... A, Are you allowed to take the dirt with you when you move? I don't know. That's my question. Can you take the pool, too? Just, like, carve it out? It's like, yeah, we're going to take that. Sorry. <laughs> we're just moving with it. Um, I'll call the lawyer in the morning. We'll see. Uh, so I planted my garden for the spring summer um cucumbers uh cucumbers i've not planted yet so i plant let me tell you because i'm really excited about pumpkins. It. i'm gonna i haven't planted pumpkins yet either i want to plant pumpkins because there's a big, watermelon i did i did plant watermelon but starting with the raised bed i started with peppers and uh eggplants and tomatoes uh so i planted uh Bell peppers I planted two hot banana. No, no. I planted one sweet banana pepper and one hot banana pepper because uh, a sweet banana will be good in salads. A hot banana will be good for cooking. Um, cooking. Cooking. And then I planted one serrano uh, pepper plant, one jalapeno pepper plant, a poblano pepper plant, two uh, green bell peppers, and one red bell pepper plant. Uh, and then I planted two cherry tomatoes and then two big bush. It's literally called no better bush <laughs> better bush variety because they're early uh flowering 
a variety of big tomatoes. And then I left a spot for two Roma tomatoes because both places that I went did not have Roma tomatoes to buy, but whatever. And did then, you buy the full plant or you just bought the seeds? I just bought the plants because if you the, if you start them from seeds, it takes like 8 to 12 weeks to get them to the point of where you buy them at. So it would be a massive waste of time. Mm. essentially to start mm. them from seed so unless i started them in like my own little starter packs in january in texas there's no point in starting them from seed um just as a fyi to any gardeners out there let me write that down just write, write jot that down jot that down um uh the only the ones that you want to start from seeds are your gourds like squash and cucumbers and melons love because, a gourd love a gourd because buying them from the grocery store or grocery store from the, the the home depot or the lows will uh potentially um transplant shock them i mean all plants are, are susceptible to transplant shock but the ones that are slower growing like the tomatoes and peppers are going to be less susceptible to the transplant shock so i also bought cantaloupes and watermelons uh and i planted them in like because off to the side of the raised bed there was a, a big like little big little um there was a little like corner a small large small large area uh that looked like it had some plants there at some point uh but they're all dead because houston froze uh everything so there there's some things that i'm still like waiting to see if they grow back and like what's going to happen with them but i'm like uh that's going to be my melon patch over there um so i'm excited about that but then the cucumbers and the squash and zucchini I'm waiting to plant those things because you can apparently plant them with the tomatoes and peppers once they get tall enough because the leaves will like shade the base of the plants, which is actually good for keeping the dirt from like drying out entirely. But I can't let them grow too. I can't plant them because they're fast growers before these other plants are big enough. So I think I might wait until April to actually plant those seeds. But I have a plan for all of that. I got a plan for that. I'm Elizabeth Warren of gardens, okay? So don't worry. And then uh, this weekend, I want to go buy pots and some potting soil and plant uh, geraniums, lemon tree, lime tree, and a uh, cutie tree, clementine tree. Wow. Yeah. Look at me being a plant gay. I know. Look at me going wild. I have an ivy that I haven't killed. That's impressive. That's very impressive. It's I also, pretty old. I've also got a lot of... Uh, it needs to be repotted because it's not doing anything else. It's just like, this is as far as we can go in this little I'm pot. done. I'm sad now. Um, so I've also... Oh, I've also got uh, dill, fennel, basil, and oregano. I love dill. Oh, me too. I want one of my favorite flavors. I want to start pickling. Because I'm afraid that I'm going to have way too much stuff. <laughs> and it so, sounds like you've already... Already got a lot. Yeah, and so uh, Nick, I was texting Nick about it because he also is really into plants, and he was like, "Um, if all of this stuff actually grows, you're going to have a shit ton of stuff, like a a lot of stuff." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that's my hope," because <laughs> I was like, "I can give it to Spencer and Thomas, I can give it to the Galveston friends when they come up for uh, Dungeons and Dragons, I can give it for to, I mean, I I cook a shit ton, and then I was like, I can also start making salsas." more often uh and then i can here's what i picture i picture you with a basket mm -hmm. probably wearing what you're wearing right now yeah hand like this limp wrist typical gay fashion yeah basket in my arm mm -hmm. basket big sun hat mm -hmm. when i'm talking big i'm talking like massive Larger floppy than you would think you know like those hats that alaska and her mom wore on all stars too and then she got put in the bottom mm -hmm. those and both of them so the basket Mm -hmm. uh it's sort of like a um uh i don't know the exact term but there's there's a brown wicker and then like a a lighter like uh ca cafe au lait 
wicker mm-hmm. twirl together okay down to the basket mm-hmm. basket oval shaped okay gingham fabric over top oh yes and then you just walk like this daintily and then i walk over to my garden and i'm just like mm. and i smell the tomato i'm like yes that's right and, and then I... you just knock on your neighbor's door oh i didn't know that you'd be home i just had some extra zucchini in my garden and uh, i was wondering if you'd like some would you like this big large zucchini and then you pick out the biggest one and you're like but not this one this is mine <laughs> This is just for me. Mm-hmm. And I like hold it close to my face. It's just slapping. Slap it on my... <laughs> Wow, this turned really uh, sexual. <laughs> and then you say, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get home right now. And then you throw the basket. Throw the basket. I'm out. <laughs> There's eggplants just everywhere. And then they crack and the yolk gets everywhere. Because it's an eggplant. Oh, and I was then... like, What? And then the person who answers the door calls the police. Yes. Uh, and says, my neighbor is trying to seduce the entire neighborhood. The f- vegetables? The vegetables. <laughs> I think he's putting a zucchini up his asshole right now. As we speak. <laughs> he's doing it in the front yard. <laughs> and it was the fair winner. <laughs> it was the country fair largest vegetable prize winner. The largest zucchini we've ever seen. Wait, what is the largest zucchini? I want to know. I'm scared. The train. Largest zucchini ever in the world. I want to take a guess first. Okay. I'm going to say, first of all, is it in meters or feet? Feet. Okay. Well, you can do meters too. I'm going to say it's, what is feasible here? I'm going to say four and a half feet long. And two feet around. Okay. What is it? So according to the Guinness Book of World Records, the record belongs to a zucchini uh, by John Giovanni Sokozavain in his garden in Niagara Falls, Ontario in 2004. No, no, no. Go back because you can't say Ontario. Ontario. It's Ontario. In 2014, his zucchini measured a whopping 8 feet, 3.3 inches long, which is 2.52 meters. More than two baseball bats. to the carpet. Yeah. More than two baseball bats in length. Yep. How how, uh, thick? I didn't say. thickness? Did not say. That just said the longest. Mm. There was one that weighed 64 pounds in the UK. It's like a chode, though. I don't. I didn't say how long. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Wild. What happened? There's a car out. Oh, okay. Well, while we're done talking about zucchini, unless we're not done talking about zucchini, but I can. I, I mean, I can keep talking about zucchini. I'm done. But uh, instead, I'd like to talk about our sponsor, Baked Bugs. <laughs> A recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in over the highest levels at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. 
We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now using Spoopy 15. Spoopy 15. Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. Need your Baked Bones ASAP and want to support small businesses? You can pop on down to Mad Rainy Mercantile in Houston Heights and off of South Congress Street in Austin. Baked Bones! Wolf. Oh, I got the runs there. Not, not, the, not the bad guy. Not the bad guy. <laughs> All over this chair. <laughs> yeah, we don't have diapers. Get out. Just get out. We're, we're not doing that. <laughs> Here, open the window, back out. <laughs> Too much zucchini. Ah! (laughs) Stop that. Um, Okay. What do you want to talk about? Some drag stuff. Would you like to talk about season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race? Episode 8 slash 9. 9. Officially, it said 9 on the VH1. Well, there's a stupid... I don't really care how they did it. Uh, they I mean, did an episode where they showed you uh, the behind the scenes of the recording of RuPaul's. I haven't Irish. watched them. I don't think that's a fit for an episode in the middle of the season. Maybe like in the uh, interim between the final episode and the finale. I think that would have been a better spot for it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, Joey J was there. And something, other things happened? <laughs> Just Joey J was there. <laughs> What else is there to look at? I don't know. And there was some <laughs> weird thing going on with our computer that, or my computer, that everyone had like a very strange lip color. Okay. Like everyone's lip color was like orange. Hmm. I actually, my computer did that with Drag Race UK. Hmm. Shallow and pedantic. You don't watch it on your cellular device? No. And then cast it to a device? I tried to do it with the. The with the bimini bombers with the bimini no 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 I did do it where was I yeah I did it on Aaron's television in the living room yeah mm-hmm. yeah and but they still looked orange whenever they were doing like the stand up part whenever they were in they were presenting boy um I was like they look really orange well Lawrence was just pink like at the end so there wasn't any problem with that. no that was just. <laughs> I thought that was just normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yes, drag. How is that? Does Aaron live with you full time now? Mm-hmm. How is that? Officially. Is it different? No. Not that different. No. He'd spend a lot of time there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not much different. It really isn't. Uh, I'm just cooking for three people officially now. And I'm like, oh, how do I do this? What? <laughs> At least they don't complain. Yeah. And if they do, then I'm like, go get your own fucking food. <laughs> yeah. So, Let me tell that to two, two <laughs> t- children. Two chill- chillins. Chitlins. Go make yourself a fucking peanut butter sandwich. 
<laughs> well, that was like tonight. Uh, Savannah texted me and she's like, I'm not going to get home till late. So I was like, okay, well, I won't cook dinner. And then like not even 20 minutes as I was making my own dinner, uh, like it was just a chicken salad, salad with chicken on it. Um, it's chicken. It, chicken. Aaron texts me and he's like, so, or texts everyone. He's like, what, what's for dinner tonight? And I was like, mm. <laughs> he said, he literally said, what is Chris making me for dinner tonight? And I was like, all right, Ben. Who the fuck am I? Betty Crocker? <laughs> but also, uh, that's part of, like, me living there is cooking food. So it's a, a, an understandable question. But I was like, bitch, there's fucking leftovers from last night. So eat that. Um, anyways, so. <clears throat> you want to go into the workroom? Yes. Back in the workroom after a week off. After um, a double save. And no one's eliminated because RuPaul has is, saved candy. This is a fucking moron. Ugh. What a Every- waste of a double Chante. Yes. Everyone's so excited. Candy's still in the competition. Simone is I over the especially moon. Especially you and I. We are so happy. So happy. I, I just, I, I cried. Mm. I cried when Candy didn't go home because I'm so excited to see more from her. And her bubbly personality that just does not grate on anyone. The, it, the level of confidence that does not ever cross the line into arrogance mm-hmm. or delusion um i am just here for all of it yeah yeah i was getting no like valentina all-stars uh for Four. you know flashbacks no not one about things going along with her fantasy because mm-hmm. it just wasn't there yeah she's just very she's so likable so relatable uh yeah um so we're so good at sarcasm. I know. Anyways. Simone is so happy that Simone is actually happy. She's like, because then I didn't have to send my sister home. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Send that bitch home. Yeah. So then Candy gets her moment about her dreams being shattered when oh, she, she turned did. around and had to go hug everyone goodbye. She's just so solemn and thoughtful and respect fit, respective. And she's just, now, now that she's not had to go home, she's just lit up with resolve to win. And what the fuck? What have you been doing before this? You were just kind of like, I'm not going home because I'm the winner? Yeah. Tamisha should have sent her home a long ass time mm-hmm. ago. Bitch, I would have loved to see Tamisha on this show longer than fucking Candy Muse. Yes. I'm over it. Over it. How many memes have we gotten from Tamisha Milan? A Plenty. Versus uh, Candy. The, she's sitting in VIP. That's the only one I've gotten. And that's before she was on the show. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyways. Tina's also upset because she wasn't as good as she thought she was going to be. Oh, my God. She thought she was going to be really great. This delusion, honey. I this don't delusion. stand for anybody on the, what is it, the Mean Girls? Is that what they're calling themselves? Oh, yeah, yeah. Except for Got well, It was Got Mick. Yeah, Got Mick. Yeah, Tina and Candy. Actually, I just, okay, I don't even want to talk about them. I just don't like Tina and Candy. Yeah. We'll just put that. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. Um... So Denali does point out that all three of the bottoms were girls from the winner's circle mm-hmm. uh, for the first time. And Denali's also super salty that nobody went home. Yes, she's very salty about it. Denali has a problem with any of like the, the intricacies of the competition. Mm-hmm. She's like, I didn't win. She shouldn't have won. That person should have lost. That person shouldn't be in the bottom. Everyone should have gone home. I'm telling you, my (laughs) my actual opinion. Why am I not winning? (laughs) Period. Nothing like their drag is fine. Yeah, their drag's great. It's just like like the Utica in the background. You shouldn't have lost. Yeah, you should have lost. This is how I saw it. This is now Denali's Drag Race. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Valid. I want I want her to do a recap show of just everything. 
Uh, I think no. I think yes. Uh, <laughs> some sort of like toot and boot kind of situation here uh, because I would live for it. Just Denali saying <laughs> whatever the fuck she feels like. I don't even need it verbal. I just want her to watch the show and it's a camera of her and just thumbs up or thumbs down. And, if everything. and the facial reactions will be enough. Because I my favorite one of my favorite reaction pics is from her the first episode where she looks in the camera. She's just like. Like, it's like somebody killed her mother. So fucking annoyed. Just like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rosé thinks that she's going to climb her way to the top four, Henny. Mm, well, she's excited to have her first win. Mm-hmm. Um, which is deserved. I mean, of all of the people, I guess it's deserved from yeah. the last episode. But it, I saw that Denali should Nobody won. was really that great. Yeah. Um, and then Rosé is like, Because it's yeah. a fucking rusical. No one is ever great Everyone on those hates things. the rusical. <laughs> But it's a challenge. It's I a, want to find. Are there fans out here who love the Rusical? Let Please us know. Let me know <laughs> we need to know. <laughs> this one of the the episodes where I'm like, I don't have anything to talk about because mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about the Rusical. We in season five was there a Rusical, or was season six the one that started it? I don't even remember a Rusical in season six. Season six was when it was the two groups with like Adore and Cottoniac singing See, live. Oh, yeah, that was awful, too. I loved that one, no, actually. No, no, that no. was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I just, ever since season 10, where they did the Farmer Rusical, I was like, Mama, what is this? Because <laughs> I was, like, kind of into it. I was like, I, I, you know, I'll allow it. But then season 10, whenever they did the Farmer Rusical, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> You're just making shit up at this point. <laughs> the whole show was made up. <laughs> Valid. Uh, but I also like, because season nine, they did, they did the Kardashian musical, and oh, I thought that one was good. Alexis Michelle. Oh, my uh, God. Deserved that win. An Oscar. Yeah, okay. I was, at first, I was like, who the fuck's Oscar? <laughs> Deserves Oscar. Who? Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> Who's that? I talked about him on the R Spoopy podcast. Murdered his girlfriend. He's a Paralympic... Oh yeah 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 anyways shut up get out of my house you're not allowed to say things that I say at the same time uh anyway we're about to work in oh we're about to go back in the workroom new day in the workroom um and there's an immediate entrance by Rupal Oh, yeah. That, well it started with Candy saying that she knows that other queens ain't happy that she's still there it's like bitch I'm not either. I wasn't happy when you walked in the door. <laughs> I was I was unhappy after episode one. Yeah. Where you did your cute little runaway with, or was it Call Me Maybe? Call it was Me Call Maybe. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, this is fun. And then the second episode after that, I was like, oh, oh God. What a grating person. Uh, yeah, so then we get our mini challenge right away. It's a rocker audition. Uh, yeah, and RuPaul's going to plug her suits. Another uh, way to plug a RuPaul song, too. And the mini challenge that does not resonate with the youth. Yeah. Um, another attempt to try to connect with them. Um, your new song is not good, RuPaul. It, is that even a new song, though? I don't fucking know. I, I'm not I, looking it up. I have no idea. Uh, I didn't have any person that I liked in this challenge. I kind of liked Gottmik. Okay. I just didn't like the challenge, so I, didn't I was like, the like challenge either. I have no idea what's happening, so I can't even grade this. So Tina wins the mini challenge. She wins twenty five hundred dollars. Tina in it. I have no idea. I was not even paying attention. I was like Tina, you just showed your ass, and it's not great. At some points, I had no idea who was who. 
that's like because they didn't ever show one person for very long and i was just like okay i'm not following here but all right uh so tina wins she wins twenty five hundred dollars and i'm like that's a lot of money honey um but whatever um I'm slightly impressed by Ruples as a six-year-old man doing that high kick. Yes, Good I did her. see that, and I was like, you, "I was like, you did I that." That was made of wood. And I also was like, "Is this one of the? Is this like the Christmas episode from two years ago where they made Michelle and uh, RuPaul lip sync against each other? But it was like clearly not RuPaul and Michelle Visage whenever they did the actual stunts." Yeah. And I was like. Everyone <laughs> believes you, Michelle. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we find out that we are playing Snatch Game. game! Um, Snatch. And so then I do have to compliment Candy when she does point out. She's like, uh, Snatch Game is like one of those pivotal moments in the drag queen's career. And you are judged on this performance for the rest of your career based on Snatch Game. Yeah, sure. Um, it's your Wednesday. It's my Wednesday. No, no, today's your like Tuesday. Today's my Monday. It's your Monday. Today's my Monday. I just started the week. Ugh. 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 Um, so there's this game called Roblox. You've seen it before, right? It's like Minecraft or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about it. Anyways, um, one of the children is obsessed with the character. When they fall over, they say oof. No, that's me. Well, I say oof all the time about literally anything. Like someone says something uh, that I find attractive. Oof. Someone says something that like is relatable and I find terrible. Oof. (laughs) Everything is an oof. Just like oof. 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 (laughs) Hey, oof. Get up here. (laughs) I love that. Um, So Rue decides to start the breakdown with all the queens, like talk to them about their different ideas for who they're doing for the snatch game. Um, and Rue begins by talking to Ellie. Elliot. Um, what? I said Ellie Diamond. Oh, <laughs> not the same. Um, and tries to talk her because uh, Elliot is like, I'm doing Rue McClanahan. Is that her name? Yeah. I was. T- what? We got some insight into some other girls of what they're doing because RuPaul doesn't talk to them. Uh, but Candy is doing Patrick Star. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how she's going to try to make that funny. I don't know anything about Patrick Star. He, he, also, I will not lie when she said Patrick Star. I thought she was going to be SpongeBob Patrick. And I was like, how the fuck? And I, I was like, I'm pretty certain that you have to be real like people. In RuPaul's rules, you're not allowed to be fictional characters. characters. Yeah, I'm not. Well. I don't know. But Patrick Starr is a makeup artist. Yeah. I'd... And they're not excessively funny or any. They're just a great artist. I also, whenever she, I'm, I think I'm just like super, well, I mean, think, I know. I'm just super annoyed candy. that I hate candy. Because like whenever she was like, she's a makeup mogul. And the way she said mogul, I was like, I just want to punch you in the fucking face. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. It just The way she said it just sent me. Uh, I don't know. Not sent me as in laughing. Sent me as in like, I hate her. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is happening? Um, Um, And then Denali is going to be Jonathan Van Ness mm -hmm. from the uh, Q5. Which? Yeah, Fat Five. Um, Yes. I 
am actually very excited about that, especially because she was like, well, I'm not really pushing boundaries because Jonathan Van Ness identifies as non-binary. So it's like, he's not doing a male or woman character. He's doing Jonathan Van Ness, which is a non-binary character. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting, um, especially after Gigi Good comes off of Maria the Robot, which is a robot that's quote unquote a woman, but like. It's just an AI. It's an. It's not a woman or a man. It's just an AI. Uh, so I like that aspect. But there's a lot of men. A lot of men. A menses. A lot of menses on this uh, this snatch game, mm-hmm. which is not terrible. But like we're we're coming off of um, the the first person who really did like a ma- well, male. I would wonder. Let me look that up before we say that for sure, because I think Patrick Star might identify differently too. Uh, well, you said they. Yes. Um, they're a them. That's their their pronouns. Uh huh. They them. Um. So okay. So then Patrick Starr. Uh. But then we have uh Bob Ross and uh Richard Simmons. Were there any other men? No, that was it, right? Patrick Starr does identify as a man. Oh, okay. Um. Trisha Paytas though. No one's done. Of they them. Really? Okay, anyways, I'm not going. No. We're not you gonna, don't want to talk about it? Oh, I, let me talk about it for about 15 minutes. I'm not going to talk about Trisha Paytas. Um, anyways, um, we also get uh, two more that aren't, that don't speak to RuPaul. Okay. Um, is Got Mick doing Paris Hilton? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Hope it's better than the past, Paris Hilton. That was who? Who else has done Paris Hilton? I was trying to think about that. Besides Raven, uh, there was some. There was someone else who did it, and they didn't do very well either. But I don't know how you make that do do poorly with Paris Hilton. You just have to be a Valley Girl and just dumb as fuck. Exactly. Like, why is this difficult? That's actually like one of the easiest things you can do. Mm-hmm. Just be dumb as fuck. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> So, I, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, and then Rosé is doing Mary, the Queen of Scots. Mm-hmm. And Candy just is clueless. She, well, I didn't, I'm, I'm not very, uh, I don't expect a lot. Yeah. Candy. And I mean, I wouldn't immediately know like, oh, Mary, Queen of Scots. But like, I know history enough to be like, oh, yeah, she was a Queen of Scotland that like tried to attack England. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. But like, at the same time, I wouldn't know enough to be like, that's a great character or, you know, have any opinion on that because I don't know anything about her. So I would not ha- have any opinion. I'd be like, okay, good luck, girl. Like, <laughs> need help packing? Beat it, queen. Um, yeah. So now we go talk to Elliot? Okay. Yeah, now we're talking to Elliot. Okay. So Rue talks to Elliot and finds out that Elliot is doing one of the Golden Girls, Rue McClanahan. Um, so I don't know. I don't like that because she's not doing Rue McClanahan. She's doing Blanche. De- she's trying to do Blanche. Blanche Devereaux, Devereaux yes. And she put Rue McClanahan on everything, and Rue McClanahan was not a. That was not oh. her. Yeah, exactly. It was Blanche Devereaux. That was fully Blanche Devereaux. And that's Correct. It. Exactly. And you remember Rue McClanahan's name, but not Blanche. Yeah. You just say Blanche. Just say Blanche. Everybody knows who Blanche is. I agree. If she was going for just. Blanche Devereaux, maybe things could have been better for her, but at the same time, still probably not. Um, and Rue full on tries to talk her way out of it by basically saying like, are you sure you want to do this? I know so much about Golden Girls. Golden Girls is one of my favorite things, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like, are you absolutely certain you want to do this? And I don't know if they filmed 
before or after all stars five came out when they had the golden girls moment and they uh, apparently failed in uh rupaul's mind who was that shay miss cracker and um mariah balenciaga mm-hmm. um and that didn't go over well with rupaul because rupaul was like i know golden girls i know golden girls and it was like that was the big I know Golden Girls. I know Golden Girls. Exactly. Um, so Elliot, they're trying to recommend Rue was trying to recommend Elliot like not to do it, and then all the other queens are like, mm, "Okay, girl, all right." But she didn't even come up with the second option. Like, she, she didn't, didn't say in second option. Yeah, them. exactly. Uh, from what I understand, whenever they audition, they have to come with like two or three options. So they're supposed to have multiple options. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. Um, I really, if I don't know when it'll happen, I know it will. Two people doing the same person on Snatch Game. It'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I don't know. We're running out of characters. Not running out, but there because there's plenty of personalities out there. Um, it's just a matter of finding out who is actually <coughs> funny and being able to make them funny. Um, but I mean, we're we're getting repeats. Essentially, which mm-hmm. is fine, only if you're better than the last time someone did it. Uh, like if someone tried to do Britney again after Tatiana did Britney, Tatiana was already hilarious doing Britney. Um, also, Derek Barry. Also, well, okay, she did do Britney and she did really well. Those are the only two where I think it's like on par because mm-hmm. we had the most we've had is Carol Channing's, right? Yeah, I think there was three of them, right? I think so. Well, if we can fi- figure out who the other Paris Hilton was, then their Paris three Hilton's had three now. We've had two Lady Gaga's, right? Miss Cracker. Shit. Yeah, Miss Crack and Miss Cracker did better than uh, Lady Gaga. Fifi. She didn't do Lady Gaga. In All Stars Five, she did. No, yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. She hundred percent played Lady Gaga. <laughs> Well, she probably wasn't that good. She wasn't. But there was also Sonique. Oh, did she do Lady Gaga too? Sonique so then she's Gaga done. Too. Lady Gaga's been done three times. Mm. And Kesha's been done twice. Who was the other one besides uh, Detox? Detox, and then someone from season three or season four, wasn't it? No. Oh, no, no. It was just Detox. And then they talked about it on the next Snatch game when they were like, well, you did Cash the last time and you did really ter- terribly. Okay, Cash has only been done once. Anyways. Oh, there's um, two Beyonce's. Kenya Michaels and... No. Little Kenya Michaels. That's Oh, Little Kenya Michaels. They always called her Little Kenya Michaels. Yeah, whatever. And then uh, Tyra. Oh. Tyra Wasn't there Sanchez. another Beyonce? No. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, Eartha yes. Kit. What? Eartha Kit. Um, yeah. She's been done a lot, too. Yeah. So uh, I think it's absolutely crucial, but not specifically the whole character to be a whore. Blanche Devereaux was not a whole whore. Yeah. She was... She's a multifaceted character. whore But she was also snooty. <laughs> <laughs> condescending. But you also, like, you can't... If you're going to be a whore... You have to be smart about it because the way that Blanche Devereaux does her being a whore is there's so many different facets to that. Uh, she would come up with these witty responses to like, you know, about being a whore or men and, you know, all this other stuff. It was not just like, I like men. Like, 
Yeah. You have so to come up with your jokes was, about it. I thought that was okay. It wasn't the best option because she could be like, uh, uh, Blanche, she, uh, she was like, what is it? I love gentlemen. And then RuPaul's like, oh, what What's kind your of type? gentlemen do you like? And she's like, hmm, I don't care as long as they got money and something. Da, 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 da. Yeah. They got money. They bring me some good food or, you know, something, they, something like that. They take me out for a good time mm-hmm. and I get home before nine. Yeah. Because I, a lady never stays out that late. I don't have a type, but as long as they come and pick me up in their car, open their door, uh, take me out for a nice dinner, and then take me up to my house and... Take me between the sheets, if you know what I mean. And I'm not talking about a library book. <laughs> Something. Something stupid. But having that prepared in your mind... Um, oh, so nice. Uh, next up to talk to Ru- RuPaul is Simone. Uh, she is thinking about doing Harriet Tubman, uh, which she's worried, and uh, actually RuPaul was worried too, borders on the, the that lo- offensive line that drag queens like to dabble on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Simone is excited about getting the conversation going. Be like, well, let's talk about Harriet Tubman. If you, if you want to tell me that I'm being offensive, let's talk about why this is offensive to you. Yeah. So I thought that was a smart choice. So I think it's a good idea. Um, I think it's a, a very hard impersonation. Mm-hmm. All of these historical figures are always a very difficult. Well, you either take the historical figure and put them into the 21st century and make them just what you think that this historical figure in the 21st century is. And on top of that, you have to know a lot about them mm-hmm. because otherwise you're, I mean, there's no, there's no possible way for you to know their personality. Yes, exactly. You just know their historical relevance. Mm hmm. Uh, so I think it's very difficult to do it, but it does pay off. It does. Because we've had, I mean, we've never had anyone older than, what's the oldest one we've ever had? I would probably say Maggie Smith, Ben LaCrim as Maggie Smith, mm. the Dowager Countess. Mm. Have we had any dead people, people who are not living anymore? Yeah, I mean, we've had like, Prince has been one, right? And Little Richard. Oh, uh, Yeah. But those no, are still one. in modern, like, uh, the modern realm. Yeah, we still know enough about them. Nobody from, like, the 1800s. Yeah. Valid. I think, so, yeah, Maggie Smith would prob- probably be one. One of the oldest. And I mean, <clears throat> well, we'll get there when we get to the actual Snatch Game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we talk to Yuktika. Yeah. She uh, brings her squirrel... Headpiece. Headpiece. Uh, and RuPaul not, is not having it. Yeah, she's not comfortable wearing an Afro wig. And then tries, I, I don't know, tries to explain why it would be... Appropriating. Appropriating. Which, I mean, drag queens do appropriate culture from others. Yeah. But a hairstyle, like, if the character, the specific character, Bob Ross, is it's a white mm. man... That wears an afro. He has an afro, yeah. Natural afro. Yeah. There are white people that have natural afro. Naturally curly hair. Exactly. My dad had an afro in high school. (laughs) And he's white as can be. Literally, his last name's White. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Um,. Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, I understood the idea of where she was coming from, but the 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 level of uncomfortability that she was presenting for that made it, it seem like that she thought that wearing an afro was like wearing blackface, essentially. Yeah, and I was like, girl, those are not clothes. And I, I would just say that if it makes you that uncomfortable, choose a different character. Thank you. 
I agree. Instead of putting a squirrel wig on your head, like that doesn't make any sense. And like, I'll talk about that later. Uh, But RuPaul full on is like, I don't get the squirrels. I don't like the squirrels. Like, what are you going to do here? Um, And Utica is confident that she can make it entertaining and funny. Uh, And I'm like, okay, girl, go off. Well, she's trying to explain why Bob Ross Ross can be funny. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, well, she's just so like a... Like quiet, ASMR. yeah. And like the thing about that is funny. Nothing, yeah. It's not funny. I mean, you can be quiet and funny, but people got to be able to hear your jokes. Yeah, and it takes these like it takes special people to take characters that are not normally funny and make them funny. I mean, perfect things coming to mind is Maggie Smith and Mindela Krim. Like, how the fuck you make Maggie Smith funny? It's it takes a quick spitfire to do that stuff. Some characters are super easy and. To be funny. Judge Judy is one of them. You can be loud, obnoxious, crazy, uh, and be funny at it. Um, so it, some things take more work than others. And so maybe the right person can make Bob Ross funny, but it takes a special wit and a special humor, quick fire humor, to be able to make that stuff funny. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Bob Ross character is not the character that speaks to the other panel members. Mm-hmm. The Bob Ross member only has their jokes with RuPaul to make it funny. Exactly. So you've just narrowed yourself down at the start. Correct. Um, we'll see. Yeah. So then Tina is doing Richard Simmons, uh, and RuPaul is asked about her other choice, and it was Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, and she was like, yeah. And she tried, like tries to do a little impersonation. RuPaul's like, yeah, lots of people do Jennifer Coolidge in their auditions. I don't remember yours. Mm-hmm. And Tina was just like, because it was a horrible Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, it's not good. But RuPaul was basically like, "I'm glad you didn't pick, didn't that. choose that." Because, but also the Richard Simmons, not great. Yeah. yeah, let's exercise. That's not how Richard Simmons sounded. Well, didn't not how he sounded, but that's how he acted. It was like I do have to yeah, say, everybody, get up, come he, on, let's was, go dance. He's always getting up and like, yeah, let's do the thing. You know, crazy. Um, yeah. crazy energy. So I. And what the fuck is that wig? What the fuck is that wig? She's wearing an afro. Not even. It's like a, a backwards wig. Yeah. Like the bottom part. Yeah. She was like, Flip well, it. that's the, now the bang. He also had really ugly hair. I will not lie about that aspect. Well, Tina Burner is also very ugly. Yes. Um. So then we also have Olivia sit down with RuPaul, and she's going to be playing Tab of the Brown, and RuPaul's like, "Oh, so you're not playing anyone famous?" And Olivia's just like. Oh, and then RuPaul was like, "You obviously really like her. You're laughing so much." You like, like her? No, Olivia is feeling very awkward, nervous, and just laughing, nervous laughs. Um, yeah. Uh, so it, apparently, and I've seen some things. I, I had no idea who she Brown, was, but nothing to where be where I would oh. be like, "Oh wow, yeah, she's somebody that you need to impersonate." Yeah, because she's just, she's just a. She's just an Instagrammer. She's an influencer. That but cooks. that's the thing with the influencers. Like, you, if you're going to do something like that, you have to be over the top. Like, well, check out my channel and I'll let you know. Like, uh, oh, here's my Pinterest. And let's go ahead and talk about this recipe. So. Well, I wouldn't even do that. It was I a late own... summer's evening and my dog had just died. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I were going to do an influencer, I'd be doing the comedy influencers that's, only. Yeah, valid. Or even the, like, over the top, like, big personality influencers. So, like. Trisha Paytas. Jenna Marbles. You know, something like that. Uh, yeah. So. I'm cheersing myself. Those are made of glass? My teeth? Yeah. Yeah. What are your teeth made out of? Rocks. Oh. Oh, I sprung for the glass. It was, it was a higher quality. See, I heard they break easier, but mine are just gray. 
Yeah, mine are uh, beautiful, clear. You can just see my gum. <laughs> I've used enough mouthwash to make my teeth clear, clear. as fuck. Transparent. <laughs> see, what you do is you mix baking soda, mm-hmm. vinegar, and sulfuric acid. Yes. And Listening. Then you switch for 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Spit out clear teeth. And then at that point, I turn into Kuche Sakaona and I just have floppy gums <laughs> and everywhere. And you catch yourself from ear to ear, ear. to ear. And you follow people down the street at night and wait. <laughs> yeah. Pull off my mask so I can be like, Wah! and then eat them. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go home, have a nice Chianti, mm-hmm. uh, and fall asleep at about 1130. Yeah. Mouth agape. <laughs> <laughs> You take your tongue, you put it on your on your nose because it seems to moisturize well, mm-hmm. uh, and then just go off to dreamland. Mm. Sounds perfect. Sounds wonderful. Classic. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so then we come on to the snatch, the snatch game, snatch, um, and we have our our dear contestants. I saw that. I dribble. Disgusting. Our dear contestant. Raven. Yeah, she's been on what three times now? Three times, and she is not excited to be back. She's she like, "Why wins. the fuck am I here again?" I'm surprised that they got her back. I mean, is she because has she been RuPaul's makeup artist the whole time? Yes, for for this season too, and in Drag Race UK. That's why she was on Drag Race UK. Like they, she came. Oh yeah, she did come down. Yeah, she came down to talk to them before Snatch Game. Yep. yep. Right? Yes. Um, Raven is looking very tan mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is bordering on something, Raven. I don't know what it is. But maybe you look maybe pretty. during her two weeks of quarantine, she just like laid out in the sun the entire time, or in a tanning booth mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. She's like continuous spray, fourteen mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our second contestant. Pork chop. I love her. Namesake of the Victoria Pork Chop uh, Lounge. Lounge, exactly. Loading dock. Um, We stand. I do like pork chop. Uh, I'm glad that she is back. Just I love that they're just like she's getting Stacey Lane Matthewed, where she's just like there. Do you want a a role where you walk on and say like five words and people are just in love with you? What challenge was that? That they had to do the interaction with Stacey Lane Matthews for whatever fucking reason. Was that, was that All Stars three? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. She was just there. She was just there. Was like, what was the fucking uh, point of her being there? Just to be Stacey Lane Matthews. Yeah, whatever. Um, so Snatch Game starts. Um, one of my favorite intros was Got Mix. She's like, hey, RuPaul, just let me know whenever you were. The I cameras are that. rolling. We'll get started. And she's like, oh, well, the cameras are already rolling. She goes. Like that was so fun. The RuPaul was like, "Your voice should change." Like, what? I don't. I don't don't understand. I don't. What's happening? Uh, It was that one was really funny. I really liked Rose's because I had no idea what the fuck she said, and that's what RuPaul did make a good joke off of her when she was like, "That I I I say say that that a lot too." Because I like I've had the three times that I watched it had subtitles on every single time, and subtitles just like. Got nothing from it. <laughs> T-H-C-Z-D-9-5. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I was obsessed. Obsessed. When I say obsessed, obsessed with Denali as Jonathan Van Ness. Um, loved that. Um, oh, I thought that Simone had a 
good entrance to. Oh. But. Um, nothing about Tina. I didn't write anything about Tina. Oh. Okay. Actually, I have like one line in there. I just said that she was obnoxious and the wig is fucked. Okay. Well, I I was just talking about their entrances, but like talking about like their actual performances, uh, Denali gave me everything that I fucking needed. She cracked me the fuck up so much and I lost it when she talked about Antony, Antony's ass because she knew exactly what the people wanted. Uh, because Queer Eye, if you watch enough Queer Eye, have you, have you watched Queer Eye? So if you watch enough Queer Eye, you... And also follow them on Instagram. You see how much they all interact with each other and like love all up on each other. And like, I don't even know which one Anthony is. Uh, he's the hot chef. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the gays are all obsessed with him, even though he has no idea what he's doing. Um, no one has no one has any idea that he doesn't. All know. the hot gays have no idea what they're doing. Valid. Um, I can speak on behalf. <laughs> On behalf of me. On behalf of all the hot gays, we have no idea what we're doing. Um, but the ugly gays looks this... at Chris pointedly. <laughs> yeah. The the ugly gays, the ugly mean stupid gays. What are you guys Points doing? vigorously. <laughs> Why are you the way you are? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um. Anyways. Anyways, did you select... Fat on your COVID vaccine. <laughs> Fat bitch. Um, so whenever he talked about Anthony's ass cheeks, I fucking lost it. Um, I, didn't, I didn't get it. I thought it was hilarious when she was like, and then you turn it over and it's a Benedict. It was a dick joke. I still don't really get it. Tur- ass cheeks. Cause a Benedict. Re- okay. It's a dick. Eggs Benedict. It's a breakfast. He, they were talking about breakfast. Okay. You can eat breakfast off of. So it's like, yeah, oh, you get okay. the, your ass cheeks, you flip it over, and you get a Benedict. Okay, cool. I didn't get that. That was so witty and funny. How do you not? Uh, whatever. Um, but my favorite was like, because RuPaul was like, well, do you have a time? She goes, uh, the men with the kind of beard that say, hold me in your arms. But also, power girls are on a seven, Henny. <laughs> Which is so funny, because that's exactly what... Jonathan Van Ness would say something along those lines, and I just thought it was just perfect. Uh, Rose was really funny. Yeah, I, I had no idea what she was saying most of the time, but not she was idea. really funny. Uh, candy Muse's Patrick Scott star is is just candy. It's Muse. just candy. It's, it's just candy. Not it's nothing to do with Patrick Star whatsoever. No, not a single bit. Uh, Simone, I thought was really fucking funny. The part that sent me was her stamping Stamps. the hundred dollar bill. Yeah. I died. I died because like RuPaul was just about to ask the question, and she just like stamps like that was a perfect. She knew the perfect timing to do it, where it wasn't interrupting anything or like doing anything bad. And RuPaul was like, "Oh, what do we got going on over here?" And she's like, "Well." <laughs> They were supposed to put me on the fifth. Bald motherfucker was going to ask a whole lot of questions. (laughs) Also, whenever she came out in her entrance, she was like, it's a whole lot of 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 white white people. people. (laughs) Which, that's the thing. is, She took historical relevance of Harriet Tubman and put it into the 21st century. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought that was really intelligent for what she did. Um, Got Mix intro, as as I said, was my favorite. Also, the favorite, my favorite line from Got Mix the entire time when she was like, yeah, I was taking a flight to Ibiza. A beef. A beef. Uh, that was that was what sent me. And then she, you know, goes on to talk about whatever. I loved it when she was like, um, 
And they were like, what are you DJ? What kind of songs do you play? She was like, really? Honestly, I just, just go press, in and press I play. I press play and just hope for the best. <laughs> I love that. Um, and then we have um, Olivia. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I said Tina was all right. Nothing wowed me, but she also didn't, like, terribly suck. I thought she did. She did a Richard Simmons. Did she do she the did. Richard Simmons? No. no. Uh, did she suck so badly that I hated it? No. Uh, I hated it. Did it, did it? Was it as bad as some of the other characters? Did? No, exactly. And that's the thing. is, you, In the Snatch Game, you either do really well or just hope that you're in the middle. Like, no. just don't be the person that just completely bombs. Don't be as bad as everyone else's being, yeah. is the point. Uh, but then when we get to, oh, I said Utica and Elliot were huge flops. Huge flops. Um, like, Mama. I thought... Elliot, Utica, and Olivia were all huge flops. See, I don't know anything about Tabitha, Tabitha Brown. Um, it wasn't that. But there were points that I did laugh at Olivia's. So I will not lie about that aspect. Um, she just got way too in her head when she was trying to make her jokes because she kept on flopping on them. And she like, did, yes. But she also was making a character that's not the character that she was thinking of. Yeah. She was like, I've been a vegan for four months. Yeah. This person is not a vegan for four months. And then they don't say, you want to know how to make barbecue ribs. You take tofu, roll it in whatever, garlic powder, blah, blah, blah. Put it in the oven for 375. See, I thought that was a funny joke. I thought that was a funny joke because she was making fun of the idea of veganism. Not the idea. She was making fun of this woman, the the idea of this woman being a vegan. But this woman would be like, and then you eat it and you'd just be like, it's so good. It tastes just like the... The real thing, oh, or something okay. like that. She went with that. No, see, I I liked where she went with that. I laughed at that one. It just that one didn't land as well as I wanted it to. Um, I liked that joke. I thought thought she said it well. She because she like you know was going into it, and, and then she's like, and then you throw it out and get to yourself some real barbecue ribs and call yourself call it a day or whatever. No, I was not on board. Okay, well whatever. Um, and I really didn't like Utica putting the painter in her mouth. That was gross. Well, also. From what I remember of Bob Ross, when I look, when I watched him as a kid, he doesn't have a southern accent, does he? No, I, I don't know. It's just really quiet. It's, it's not. He he like talked like like a whisper, like okay, so now we're gonna do this. Happy little tree. And he goes like, well, now we're gonna do this. And I was like, you know what my favorite color is? Green. And like eats a. And I was like. What? And he's like, and I drew some environments. It's like, no, you need to talk about like, no, look at the pretty clouds that I've got. And then I also drew these mountains. Do you see this? Like, I'd be like, there's a whole lot going on on the Snatch Game panel right mm-hmm. now. So I figured we could take a bring little time. Bring it down. Bring it down. To paint some environments. Let's talk about these environments. This is a winter scene. Something like that. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, but then the but the really Blanche Devereaux, true. Um, but then the Blanche Devereaux slash Rue McClanahan. And no, it's, it, she says it's Rue McClanahan. But and she it was isn't. just trying it's to be Blanche funny. Devereaux. It was not funny. She said multiple times just all her answers were, were men. Me. Were just men. Yeah. Like, I've only watched a few episodes of Golden Girls and I already know this is bombing. Like, I've watched them all. Yeah, it's that's what not I'm, anything near. That's what I'm saying is like someone who does not know the full ins and outs of Blanche Devereaux. I know that you did not do Blanche Devereaux. So like, 
what what is this garbage? Mama, this is garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not a one-dimensional character, uh, and I have to say that the dimension, the one dimension of just liking men, was so rude to Golden Girls fans, in my opinion. But yeah, it was definitely whatever. not anywhere. It was, it was like bar queen talent of a snatch game. That's I wouldn't even call that bar queen. If that was on uh, uh, Blackberry's show, she would have. That would have been in the bottom two. Oh yeah, as well. for sure. <laughs> like there, there's no like in, even in Houston bar scene, that's not even acceptable. Like n- that's a no for me. Um, absolutely not. Um, where am I? Oh, okay. So then we go. Are you done with the snatch game? Yep. Okay. Well, so we, we have our winner. We're gonna talk about our oh winner? our winner. Yes. So <laughs> Raven actually gets two points on her last question. Um, and then our winner for Snatch Game is Porkchop! And Ra- she gets a full, like, sash and a big thing of roses. And they're like, congratulate me here. And Raven just like, the fuck, the fuck is this bullshit? And then she does this. <laughs> um, yes. So then, New Day in the Workroom, it's Elimination Day. Um, elimination Day. And some of the queens are feeling confident slash delusional, honey. Mm-hmm. Girl, uh, Olivia thinks that she did so good. That's a delusion. Ugh. And then uh, Utica apparently also told Olivia, Olivia that she did well. Uh, but- so, yeah, there's some some drama, mm-hmm. drama here. Um, apparently, Olivia and Utica were talking after the Snatch Game and that Utica had said to Olivia, you did great. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking to Denali says that Olivia is in trouble. trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's shady. Somebody comes up to you and says, how did I do? How do you think it was? You're not going to be like, oh, you did bad. I wouldn't say you did bad. It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't lie. You know, I'm a shady ass bitch. But I feel like somebody in that sense would just be like, oh, you did good. Hmm. I understand what you're saying. I do not agree with what you're saying because me, my myself personally, uh, I would have definitely been like, uh, oh, I, I, if I was put that to you, it and depends stop trying to get on my podcast. Depends on how feisty I was feeling at that point, because I'd either say if I was feeling nice, I'd say, Ooh, I don't know. That's going to have to be up to the, the judges to decide. Or I would say, uh, I don't know. I don't think that you got many laughs. I'm sorry. Uh, and like, I'd go with that. Those are the two things I would never tell someone that I thought did poorly at that point that they did good. And honestly, even if someone like Rose or Denali or, uh, Simone asked me how they were doing, I'd say, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like that, that's up to the judge to decide. Like I have no clue. Okay, bye, Scoopy. Thank you for your input. <laughs> He's telling you that you're wrong. Well, it's very. everyone loves to tell me when I'm wrong. Nobody says, wow, you did great. You're doing right. It was right. Nobody ever says that. Well, you should try and be right more than... Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm having such a good time. Anyways, so, um, yeah, apparently Utica tells Denali, and they get all quiet and whisper to each other that, that they think that Olivia is going to be... I think, uh, I think Olivia was not very good. Olivia's not very good. Olivia's yes. 
And then Olivia's like, uh, y'all bitches got like really quiet. What's uh what's like I heard what you said. I heard what you said. Um and then Utica was like, Well, I just said this and she's like, That's not what you said earlier. Uh yeah. They talk about that more in Untucked, but we don't talk about Untucked unless we absolutely need to, but um It's we only been one that one only one so that far. we've done in what season 12 all stars uh and this season, one why do we even mention season 12 there's nothing happened in the feel well, good family the only there was there was at one point that uh britta and aiden yelled at each other but we didn't talk about that even anyways but yeah whatever um um so then they talk about their parents seeing them in drag and Elliot had her grandfather come in his walker in the middle of the night to come see her perform. And he was like, this is... This Look is... at this watch. Oh. And he's... Crying emojis. So cute. I yeah, love that. That is cute. Uh, and then Rosé... And she from... was like, and I was just a hoe on the stage. And I was like... See, but see, that's the thing is, that's if my family the was there stuff. and I... Because D- Dixie's a hoe on the stage. If my family was there, I would not change... What I did. How can you? I don't feel like you, you can. can't. You can't. Uh, so, like, I when love them. Yeah, me too. Um, anyways. Anyways. Um, yes. So. Are we at Rose's? Parents are also proud of her in drag. Yes, but also uh, I'm at Rose's in Houston. Yeah, I heard that too. Rose lives everywhere. She was born in Scotland. Apparently, lived lives in, in the... Houston for a long time. I don't... I've never heard of her being from Houston. Is she maybe not have performed in Houston? Maybe no, she only just performed? said she performed in Houston. Oh, well, yeah. Oh. <gasps> and she, she's, she what, 30? She, she's 32, I think. So she's not that much older than us. <laughs> yes, ASMR scratching beards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Where would she have performed? Probably South Beach. South Beach was the the performing spot. Per- performing spot for drag back in the day. Whenever I first moved, uh, cheers, bitch. Whenever I first moved to Houston, there was very little like drag in Houston. Like you had Barco or uh, TCs at the time, um, and then you performed at South Beach, and then maybe JRs. Uh, JRs didn't have much drag back then. No, you. Um, they would have queens that. Uh... What is that place called now? Michael's? No. They did have Michael's, but they didn't have as many drag shows as they The one have. that had the corner door? The door was on the corner? Ra, ra, Riches? Oh! Uh, it used to be called, before Riches, what was it called? No, it was called Riches. But Riches got revamped. That was not until 2016 that it reopened. Oh. And they didn't have much drag there yet. Hmm. But they did have drag. F-Bar, they had... Oh, Detox F-bar. came to F-Bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. F-Bar was a drag bar, too. Valid. Yeah, I don't know where she would have performed. But now every single bar has drag and then some. And I love that. That we're in Houston as we're seeing drag bud in Houston. I think that's amazing. I'm still not where we'd li- I would like us to be. I know, but we are seeing an evolution of drag here in Houston... Uh, and it's incredible. What I don't want us to become is a city like Chicago or New York where baby queens literally have no foot to stand on in these different places. So I like that these queens are still giving um, uh, competition and like starting points for baby drag queens as well. Because it's like, 
uh, I like to keep building on a Houston drag, and I don't need you bitch out here saying, oh, you can't do that, oh, you can't do that. No. I like the building. Um, anyways. Uh, and Denali's parents think that the drag is a kink, a yeah. bedroom thing. Yeah. Um, and Denali did clarify on Twitter that she was like, I want to clarify what I said on the show. My parents have, have That come... she weaponized her bachelor's degree. Yes. Uh, but also, her parents, her mom, they took, he took a picture with her mom, um, and he was like, this woman is amazing, I love her, absolutely love her. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that she was being like, my mom doesn't understand it at all. Yeah, I think not accepting, blah, blah, blah. Her mom was like, I don't think that that's a career. Yeah, she didn't get it, exactly. And uh, especially since the fact that now I see Denali making it very far in this competition, I think Denali is going to do very well. Uh, off of drag being a career. And regardless, mm-hmm. you're on RuPaul's Drag Race. You can make a career out of drag regardless if you are dead last in the competition or uh, Trixie Mattel and early out in the competition. Like, you can mm-hmm. find a way to make it happen. I think Denali is definitely going to be uh, Drag It On. Or not, not Drag All It On. Uh, uh, work the World. Oh, yeah. For sure. Especially if they can find a way to get her skates on stage. Mm-hmm. She can just well, she can do roller skates, she apparently. Can, uh, there you go. She can do roller skates, too. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, we'll talk about that in just a just minute. Just a minute. Stick around. Yeah. Um, so, I'm ready for the runway. Are you? Yeah. So, Olivia, first, um, I really like that she's trying something different. Oh, yes. But it's not really for me. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I she's giving like me like a mad scientist, like Dexter's laboratory, laboratory, like realness. Uh, I love the way the lab coat opens, like right where it opens, because that gives me the drag element where she's giving me a leotard, but she's wearing a cool ass, uh, like mad scientist cape lab thing. coat. Yeah. Uh, I also love the science aspect of what she did with the the silver on her head. It, it's liquid mercury. Yeah. Like, that's what she is trying to make it. Um, and I thought that was so pretty. I gave a spoof. I liked it. So I enjoyed the Fascinator. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that there was a bit of a, a Team Rocket vibe going on. Okay. Um, I, I think that I preferred it to be a little bit more glamorous because when I think of Fascinators, I think of glamour and less of camp. Um, it, it, it was not very poised. It wasn't very elegant. Um, and the camp on top of it was just like halfway decent at best for me. Yeah. Um, I think this would look amazing in a show. Like a Dragula style show of being a mad scientist. Yeah. And being like bring someone on stage and then like pull their brain out of their head or something. Yeah. Uh, but as a runway, <clears throat> it, the it was not for me. The green eyeshadow was no. Okay. It was a poop for me. Okay. Uh, well, then we get to Rosé up next. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? I have no clue. Well, she's right here on stage. Oh, okay. Um, the Fascinator is not, it's a hat. Yeah. The Fascinator is a hat. Um, now, regardless, I do think it's pretty. I still think there's things that I would like to change about it. I think that the uniformity through it is stunning. Um, the silhouette is better than normal, but not amazing. This very shapeless still. Okay. Um, I want the roost fabric to be a little bit more form-fitting. I thought the reds matched pretty well, um, and that apparently is Rosé's thing. It's just like a monochrome look. Um, but I would have liked to pop up like black or some something or some somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I still liked it. I, I spooked it. Okay. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of this. Uh, and let me tell you why. I'm going to break it down. Um... 
we have seen her multiple times doing her frills. Roost fabric. Roost fabric, frills, something on the outskirts that just eats her body up. Mm-hmm. And while Michelle compliments her body on it later, I disagreed entirely with Michelle. This you do thing... have to admit, though, that this is the best of those looks. She's Correct. obviously done a lot of them, Correct. but this is the best of Correct. them. Correct. But also, we are now at the top nine. Uh, should be top eight, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, of this competition, and I've seen so many of these looks from her already. Why am I seeing this again? Like, why have you not looked at all your looks that you had planned out and said these are all too similar to each other in the silhouette, quote unquote, silhouette that I'm giving? It could be that I mean, now is during the time of filming was not the time to have new dresses made if things are not working. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wish that would she would have given us like something plain up top because I did like the only one shoulder thing and showing off the shoulder thing as Michelle pointed out as well. But if she had just given like a plain top, like a plain rhinestone top part, and then at the thorn belt have the rouge fabric go from there, I think that would have accelerated this look and uh, made it much better than it is. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, I could be just, on board for that. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm just because you have this massive flower up here, and then flowers typically have like a little stem, and then you can have your whatever frills like after that, like underneath it. Um, I don't know. It just swallowed her still. I didn't like it. She still looks gorgeous, and that's why I didn't want to poop it, but I still pooped it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Next to the stage is Yuktika. Yuktika. Um, I thought it was camp. I really appreciated that. Uh, it's not very glamorous, like I was looking for. Um, I think it was quirky. It's cute. It's totally Yuktika. I really love the button ants. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure about the asymmetrical sleeve thing. It looked like pizza to me. I don't know why she did that. I don't know. She was trying to go for like a food look, where she like food on the blanket. I love the gingham blanket dress that she had going on to be the picnic blanket and then showing the classic like oh no there's ants in my picnic basket kind of situation mm-hmm. i thought that was really cute is super campy and she knows how to pull off camp and pull it off well uh i thought it was really cute um regardless i thought it was cute i was not wowed mm-hmm. still a spoop for me still a spoop for but i i it, there was some things where i had a lot of questions yes yeah, i agree uh, next to the stage is Simone. Simone, yay. Um, it's so beautiful. I have to say, yes, God, this was iconic. So gorgeous. Mm. Gorgeous, stunning, captivating. The form pit of the white gown is, and it just, it's so stark white. Mm. Makes me so happy. Yes. Um, it's very, um, I, I've made you watch it, I'm sure. Celine Dion doing um, My Heart Will Go On yeah. at the... Uh, I don't exactly remember Is that the one show. where they raised the... The crystal curtain. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very you that for me. you watched it like a million times. No, I've only seen it like twice. Okay. Um, I watch it every Friday. <laughs> so, the Fascinator was an interesting shape. Um, her makeup looks go- great, as always. Um, and then the message on the back, so important. Exactly. I had no idea what she was doing with us, but I, I was captivated from the moment she walked out on the stage. I thought she looked gorgeous mm-hmm. already, and then the fact that she turned around and had a, uh, a message to give to it, a very important message that everyone needs to listen to, that had say their names in red rhinestones on there, and then bullet holes with red rhinestones on there to captivate your eyes. Um, I thought it was iconic. Say their names is one of their one of the biggest things 
of our generation and the fact that she made a statement about it, uh, which shouldn't even be a statement, but made a statement in drag, I thought that she did so well. So well. Yeah. Um, I, I loved it. I gave it a uh, I, I, yeah. I, uh, have no words besides say their names. Yeah. Spoop. Yeah. It was, it was powerful. I don't have anything else to say but beyond that, so I gave it a spoop as well. Um, got makeup next. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was really interesting to look at. Um, it's not my favorite, but I do like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the complete opposite of what I think of when I think of Fascinator. Fascinator is like Kentucky Derby. It's like, uh, like, uh, uh, big wig, something, royal wedding to it. Yeah. kind of thing. The fact uh, that she went punk with it, I, I did appreciate that because Savannah was very into punk and so watching this with Savannah, because at first, if I had to watch this by myself, I would have been like, what is this? But then Savannah explaining to me like punk and grunge and like all that stuff, like it from the- Counterculture. It is, but mostly from our generation's early days, if that makes sense. So like the- Not even our generation, the generation before our ours was emo- Emos is Which, not the exact same thing. It's not the exact same thing, but like I it's could, similar. It's similar, exactly. So like the emo scene kid kind of thing. I I was somewhat of a you scene kid. You thought you were a scene kid. Uh, I thought, thought I was too. Oh, I was a scene kid. Oh, I thought I was a scene kid, and I did not do well at that because I was just too happy go lucky and gay. Yeah, I was gay. Like gay. Yeah, no, I was like gay, gay. Things don't make sense. Why is it this way? And then I turned uh, probably fifteen, and I was like, I'm just gonna wear ties to school. Oh my like god, Levine. Speaking of this, uh, Savannah bought me a ticket to uh, go see Green Day whenever concerts like. Oh back. no! You hated Green Day? No, I liked Green oh. Day at the time, but now I'm like, no, 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 that's not. S- that is not the place for me. I still like Green Day. <laughs> I so, so let me tell you about the things that I really liked as a, a scene stir. Okay. Uh, me and all my friends loved Evanescence. Uh-huh. Wouldn't do that again. Not going to see that. But I also really loved, and I saw a meme about this today. Simple Plan. Do you remember Simple Plan? Mm-hmm. I'm just a kid. And na, 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 yeah. Um. Uh. Somebody from I guess Gen Z was on there. Was like, gosh. I wish I was a teenager in the early 2000s. There are so many of them. They're like, I'm like, ew, no, no. They're like listening to like red jumpsuit apparatus. Red jumpsuit apparatus. Uh, It just cracks me the fuck up to hear these these, uh, Gen Zs being like, oh my God, I can resonate. They really had it figured out. And I'm like, no, No, we we didn't. didn't. It was stupid. That's why we used to say that rar means love and dinosaur. Like, (laughs) I Mm -hmm. love you and dinosaur. We were weird. HC, or what? Yeah, HXC. Everything's hardcore. Yeah. We were weird as fuck. We had our hair pulled across our eyes, like... Zebra print. Zebra print zebra everywhere. Print everywhere. Hot pink lime green. Don't. I remember zebra print. You remember the, like, whenever you had textbooks and you had to have uh, textbook covers on the top of them? Mm-hmm. My bitch ass was just like, I don't know, but the paper covers they gave us all. Like, I don't give a shit. The people were like buying the, ze- like, pink and black zebra print. Like, that pink and black zebra print was everywhere. Guys and girls were putting the zebra print, like, cloth fabric over their books. I'm like, you guys are. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. My mom was like... Nowadays, do they just have, like, electronic textbooks? Uh, well, I'm only dealing with, like, first grade. Oh, yeah, okay. And they're fully paper on the inside. 
like yeah. like paper paper like the construction paper the, the books both <laughs> um your mom sorry yeah uh my mom was like no no um we're we don't you don't have to wear paper ones because i would i did paper ones in like middle school and they would just like fall they apart just disintegrate mm-hmm. she was like we'll get you nylon ones but they're all gonna be black that's and I was like, too. okay, cool. My mom was like, I'm not paying for that shit. <laughs> Absolutely not. Honestly, we should have just been like, I, we're not putting anything on the books. The school there, needs to buy new books. There were multiple times that that's what my mom said. She was like, uh, I will fight a fucking bitch if someone tries to tell me that you destroyed your book. Because uh, I am not going to pay for that shit. This book from 1994. And you want me to pay you $60, the price of the book. When it was new. It's mm. not new anymore, girl. There's writing all over this book already. There's scratches Here, let me this. flip. Page 132. Christina's a bitch. Oh, my God. Whenever, Who wrote that? You, Who's Christina? Do you remember getting the forms at the beginning when you got the books? And it was like, it was basically like when you get a new ha- or a new apartment. And they're like, what what has happened to this, uh, this apartment? <laughs> Please like, name all of the physical altercations to the book. My mom full on, like, there's like a little scratch in the spine. Spine is completely ripped. And she'd like go and like, okay, riding all through the book. And just like, it, because it was one mark in the book. She, she w- went to town. She was like, I swear to God, if you do anything in this book that's not written on this page, that's your fault. She, she went to town with these things. Like, this is all over. So then sometimes, it, like, the contact is like, do you want a new book? She's like, no. This book works <laughs> fine. She would even write pages missing, even though, even if she hadn't checked and all the pages were there. So, like. Because most likely. They were missing. They were missing. They were missing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't. The, the charging for textbooks just baffles me. Well, I mean, it. I mean, it. it... They gotta figure it out somehow because yeah. kids are assholes. Yeah, kids are assholes. You're right. But not all of them. You were an asshole. I was definitely an asshole. No, actually, you were just, no. My you were mom a good was good two shoes. I was a good goody two shoes. My mom was an asshole. I was a goody two shoes too. I don't care. <laughs> Anytime that I got in trouble, my mom was like, "No, no, he's not in trouble." Let me Absolutely tell you about no. one time when I was in middle school and they made me take gym two semesters in the. Oh my God, Ken. Seventh grade. Look at his little bandana. And I cried, and my mom called the school, and she was like, you better fucking take him out of that fucking gym class. He takes art. He is not going to be in gym anymore. He gets bullied. He doesn't like me. And I was like, I I do get bullied. And she was like, okay, you can tell me about that when you feel like it. I was like, I'm gay. No. No. So the other day, we were talking about it, because I was talking about uh, children. Mm. And... um, I was like, I think that some something is not true that's being told to me mm-hmm. from from Imaginary people. Friends. Uh, yeah, and did I already tell you this? You mentioned it. Okay. Anyways, yeah, my mom was like, you were going through a lot, so I understand why you lied a little bit. <laughs> and I was mom, like, Mom, I was gay. That's different. I was from... gay the whole time. That's different from imaginary friends. Okay. They're going through a lot too. That's valid. Valid. Big changes. <laughs> but I was like, why didn't you just say that back then instead of being like, are you telling the truth? Yeah. As like, me as a 15 year old kid looking like, at porn. You gay. <laughs> they did do that. And I said, no. Too. I told them, I, we talked about this already. Because <laughs> I was like, 
yeah, I told them that I also said no. So, why, why were we like this? I don't know. Anyways, so, Gotnik's um, punk look. Um, I'm glad that she's back to her clown light look that she loves doing. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'm glad that she's now off of RuPaul's Drag Race where she, well, she will be off of RuPaul's Drag Race, where she can do whatever the fuck she wants to and not have to be judged mm-hmm. by whether or not she's giving us face, 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 face. Yeah. Uh, which she has given us face, 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 face. She's given us the white look, what, twice so far? Uh, aside <laughs> not from, a whole lot. Twice. Uh, the, she gave it to us in, in one fashion look at the very beginning, uh, and then she gave it to us... Um, oh, she gave it to us in, in her entry look, too. Entry look, a fashion look, and then um, nap. So three times in... All the nine episodes, eight episodes, uh, that's impressive, in my opinion, that she has been able to paint her face gorgeously enough to be complimented by Michelle, telling Tamisha telling her to look at Gottmik and say, get some help from the queens who can blend, uh, to Tamisha Mon, who is uh, mother of a dynasty. And I was like, mm-hmm, all right. Um... Anyways, I saw a video of Tamisha Mon with uh, doing a, a pageant performance, and I was gooped, gag, gaggery, gobsmacked. Uh, she's amazing. Tamisha's amazing. I want her to come back for All Stars so fucking bad. I want her to know whenever her legs are ready and whenever she's back to feeling like back to who she is, I am ready to see Tamisha come back and just fucking destroy Slaughter. Because I know she can perform. Seeing these things on the Facebook and on the, the Twittergram, uh, I can see that she can perform. Uh, she's been doing it for, what did she say, 30 years? Um, uh, exactly. So she can do this shit. She also can make a fucking dress. We've seen that as well. Uh, she can also fight her way to wherever she needs to go. Actually, you know, one, two people that I'd love to see interact, and I, I don't think it'll ever happen again. Um, actually, three people. I'd love three people to interact. I think it'd be good drama. Uh, Mariah B- Paris Balenciaga, Tamisha Mon, and Tatiana. I think the three of them would either be friends or be enemies or both. I would switch. Okay. Mariah for Thorgy Thor. Thorgy Thor. She's another one that needs to come back for All Stars again. Again, yeah. I would not hate she's that. She's robbed. Robbed. I think that uh, I'm very glad that Ginger Binge is reported to be coming back for All Stars 6, which is supposed to be on Paramount Plus. Oh, fuck. I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, I'm proud of RuPaul for going to the streaming services, but I want RuPaul to go directly to the streaming service. No, I don't want RuPaul to be on the streaming service. I want RuPaul to be on WoW Presence. Like, mm-hmm. use your own network. You know that if you went entirely on WoW Presence for all this shit... Every All the gays would gay come. would buy that shit up, like, right away. Uh, I don't get it. Why I think you... she's worried about the non-gays, which is, I, I would say, probably non-gaze. 60% the of her the thing. The non-gays are going to buy that shit up, too. Marissa, are you going to buy that? Let me know. Uh, you know that they're going to, like, pop on there and get that wow presence immediately. They probably already have it. If they're watching the Drag Race thing, they're watching your Drag Race home, you're watching your Drag Race camera, you're watching your Drag Race UK, all of it. So, I don't know. Why, why is RuPaul's Drag Race... It, RuPaul is trying to make all the money from the networks right now. 
But, girl, you can probably make a shit ton more by doing your own streaming service. Whatever. Whatever. Moving mm-hmm. on. Um, then, I spooked that if oh, you didn't get that. Me as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like the drop of blood on that. I didn't really think she needed it. No, I didn't think she needed it either. But it I was didn't get still the paperclip. It's a not a paperclip. It's a, a, a safety pin. Safety pin. Sorry. Punk people put safety pins in their skin all the time. Oh, okay. That's what Savannah said too. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, anyways, next up is Denali. Denali um, doing camp again. Um, there's so many tricks up Denali's sleeve, though. And she, she isn't is... ever going to... She is not interested in holding back. And not one bit. And she should not be. At this point, Denali, give us your all. Uh, I thought that was so cute. And she's in fucking roller skate. We got a roller skate challenge in season eight. And how many queens... They were given the option to do roller skates. Uh, some queens did and some queens didn't. Uh, Robbie Turner broke a light. Yeah, that's valid. But Robbie Turner was good in roller skates. Good, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Uh, Denali was amazing in roller skates. And apparently, according to her Twitter, she was drunk uh, when she came back from the Untucked Lounge. Uh, and I thought you weren't allowed to get drunk anymore. I think she like well not not I don't think they disallow you to get drunk. I think that they don't give you unlimited drinks. So, like, if I didn't finish my drink and I gave it to Denali, then she could get drunk. Also, if you don't eat all day and then drink, it's possible to get drunk. I never eat. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Um, But I love this look so much. Uh, I don't understand why they accused her of being, I mean, not accused her, told her that it was costumey. Oh, God, that costumey line. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know. It... Like, I understand that you can get that at a store, but also I doubt that she got it from a store. I'm sure she probably no, it's had it made. definitely made. It was made for her because it looks good on her. So because if it was a costume, it would just be there. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah. It irritates me. Uh, I thought she looked amazing. I gave it a spoon. I loved it. I thought it was the perfect time to have the roller skates. Um, it was very cutesy, and we don't, don't normally get cutesy from Tenali. Correct. So I thought that was a spoon. She's showing us versatility. Um, Elliot, no, I don't care. It's messy. It's not put together. I can't tell what it is. Later we learn it's a flamingo. No. I had no idea. Also, Elliot has always been on point with her makeup. Always. I will not abide a woman, a a drag queen, anybody wearing loud colors and no lipstick. Uh Uh-huh. No lipstick? No, I'm not here. So the fact that she showed up tonight and her makeup looked terrible. In my opinion, absolutely not. No sense. I was like, I know you maybe were trying something new, but it did not. I don't give a fuck. Did not work for you. You can't wear hot pink and not wear lipstick. Yeah, I agree. You cannot do that. I thought her makeup was way off tonight. And you foundationed your lips to where there's not even actual lips. Yeah, it's just skin. I didn't get Flamingo, even when she said Flamingo, until Michelle said something about Flamingo. She was like, oh, she was a Flamingo. And I was until like, she did like that. I didn't like, get that. I, was I like... never got it. I never, unless she, she should have been like one of those things where like she steps up on like one leg, like pulled up the leg that was nude. Uh, I don't know. I hated this look. I gave it a boo. Oh, I hated it. It's a poop for me. Uh, next on the stage is Tina. I just said she looks so bad. Poop. I just said, no, I don't like it. Literally ugly. Kentucky Derby aside, there are no horses in drag besides Violet Chachki. Because Violet Chachki looks like a horse. 
Okay. She's a horse. Okay. Um, that's uh, how, but she, that's how she talks. Uh, I hate this look so much. I had no idea what was happening. Uh, she... it's like it's like the it's like what pe- <laughs> put like a uh, a room full of writers, all from Midwest Oklahoma, talking about a drag queen at a a a, a racetrack. Yeah, and they'd be like. This is what she's wearing. She's wearing a tiny little horse she's... on her head, her fascinator that is slightly sideways and, and not fitting on her head at all. Uh, and and it's she... the Kentucky Derby. So and she's, she's got the wreath on her brown. neck. And she's got like a horse that she rides it on made of wood. Makes me question like so much. How can... Not Kenny. Sorry. Tina is... We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, how Tina is apparently a New York legend. I don't understand. If she's been around the block like a million times, and this is what she keeps giving us, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't. Who's get it. going to your shows? Someone explain it to me. She is not. She is giving me local bar drag every single week, and yet the judges have not read her. Because if this was a local bar queen doing this, I'd be like, oh yes, Kentucky Derby, yes, get it, queen. Give me your dollar. Let me give you my dollar. Uh, but this is RuPaul's Drag Race, and you apparently applied 10 years in a row. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. You're not doing anything. I don't know. Absolutely not. I gave it a boo. That's a poop for me, too. Uh, next up to the stage is Candy Muse. Candy Muse. Um, I can't get behind this either. Um, I do like that the fastening there matches the outfit. Uh, it was a little bit of a comme de garçon, which she's already done. Mm. Um, but the shape... This is my koosh ball. Oh, koosh ball moment. moment. Yeah, this okay. is the koosh ball. Okay. Um, I actually quite liked her fascinator. I did like the that she made it into her name. Um, the dress was absolutely nothing exciting. Absolutely not. Because it was just a bag from her neck down to her waist. Shapeless. Um, Shapeless. Which, I mean, I know that she wasn't necessarily going for a shape, but like, whatever. But her makeup was blotchy as fuck. Like, I don't know if it was the lighting that was hitting her weird, but, like, there were multiple places that her makeup was just, like, not... Her highlights were not done. She keeps trying new things. And now is not the time to try new things. Now is not the time to try new things. Who are you, Derek Barry, trying to put on eyebrows for the first time in at top five? Like, absolutely not. What? You made it to top five? Just keep doing what you're doing, girl. Whatever. Yeah. Um, absolutely not. I thought it was terrible. Uh, I gave her a poop. Poop for me, too. Okay, excellent. So, I have to ask this question. Who are your tops and bottoms? Ooh, so I have triples for okay. both. That's fine. I do, uh, too. My tops are Gottmik, Simone, and Rosé. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm mad about you. Mad about this. Mad about... Mad at you about this. Don't ever say this. Um... Who? Who's wrong for you? I said Simone, Janelle, and Gottmik. Okay. Rosé did not deserve to be in the top. I thought she was funny in the Snatch Game, but her outfit was not good. See, I liked uh, uh, Rosé in the Snatch Game, but I also liked her runway. And you then you it pooped, didn't you? No, I spooked it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Denali, I liked her uh, Snatch Game a lot, but I didn't like her runway as much. You gave it a spook, still. I did. All right. Well, I think you're wrong. Um, anyway. Well, shut the fuck up, you <laughs> fucking stupid. So, I would actually put Denali as a winner. Oh, no, no, no. 
Period. Yeah. I Mick is the winner for me, for sure. No, I thought that Nala deserved to be the winner, absolutely, because I thought she was... Gottmik is an amazing Paris Hilton, uh, but Denali was the best in Snatch Game, in my opinion. Like, absolutely. Because it might just be a character that I resonated more with than Paris Hilton, uh, but Javian, she did to a T and did it hilariously. And I still use quotes from their Snatch Game, period. Uh, I thought Denali Because you're still looking for that man that sells power drills on AL7. I am looking for that man who gives me that that beer that makes me feel that warm, fuzzy, cuddle feeling, but also power drills on AL7. Heeny. Heeny. Exactly. I thought Denali did so well. She was the biggest spitfire and, like, like fastest response. I thought that Gottmik, Gottmik's character was amazing, but it was easy, in my opinion. Uh, and, and that's not a critique. That is just a. That's not a joke. That's a fact. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, who so, are your bottoms? So my three bottoms, I put Utica, Olivia, and Alien. Period. Uh, but I do have to say mm. that Candy Hughes was very close to also being the bottom. So I, if, if I felt like it. I could have switched Olivia out for Candy Muse instead because I like Olivia's outfit more than Candy's. Uh, but Candy did not do absolutely terrible in the Snatch Game because she didn't do anything in the Snatch Game. I'm uh, not on board with you there. Uh, Elliot, definitely in the bottom. Uh, I would put Tina in the bottom. Okay. Um, because I didn't like her Snatch Game. I hated her runway. Mm-hmm. And then I would be betwixt Olivia and Candy. All right. Because I feel like they did about the same. So you wouldn't even put Utica in the bottom? No. Comparative wow. to these, I'm Elliot's not... runway performance, awful. Uh, Utica's performance, awful. Her runway, not bad. Um, Olivia's runway, not bad. Olivia's performance, not great. Uh, Tina's performance, bad. Tina's performance, or Tina's runway, bad. And then Candy's performance, bad. Her runway, not great. Yeah. I can see your your idea there. Um... Boopy? <laughs> okay, chuckles. <laughs> um, do I agree with it? No. Uh, but that's fine. I did agree with the bottoms. Uh, because of the snatch, this is a snatch game. Snatch game. No matter what the runway comes after snatch game, snatch game always trumps all of it. Like, yeah. No matter what. But still, you thought Tina Burner didn't deserve to be in the bottom with that stupid shit she was doing. I didn't hate her performance. Of I hated it. I it was not it. Richard Simmons. Okay. Um, well, our actual tops and bottoms are the tops are Rose, Gottmik, and Denali. Um, I I still. I think that Rosé should not have been on the top. I don't... I don't know. Anyways, bottoms are Olivia, Utica, and Elliot, with Utica and Elliot being in the bottom two. Right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't watch... I went through the runways, and I was like, yeah, I remember this. I, yeah, I scaled past that, too. I had to pick up children. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to our lip sync, and the lip sync's not bad. Between the two of them, it's actually pretty good. No, no. Elliot phoned it in. She gave that up. I agree that she did not do what she could have done because she's a professional dancer. Um, 
But I think I enjoyed watching the Lizzo. I liked watching it, but I feel like it was definitely Utica's show. Yeah, because and Elliot we have, was just we there for fun. Plenty of uh, lip syncs where we see them and we're like, "Girl, what are you doing? Like, what?" what and I mean, it could have been that Elliot didn't think she'd be in the bottom, but I don't that's think right. that's true. I don't think it's true either. She should have known she was going to be in the bottom. Girl, after that snatch game, no matter what you wore on that runway, you were going to be in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then we find out that Elliot, with two T's, is being sent home. <gasps> <gasps> oh, and it's also, about time. Gottnick was our winner. I, we didn't yeah. Um, which I, I do agree with her winning. I'm not upset about her winning. I think that Denali should have won that. So, period. I'm still mad about it. You're mad about everything all the time. Yes. Uh, Denali is growing largely on me. I don't like Denali's poor sportsmanship. You're just trying to find a reason to hate Denali. No, I like Denali a lot. like, oh, I love Denali now. I do love Denali, but she is just a poor sport. She's a bitch. I don't think she's a bitch. She's I a think, poor sport. I, think, I can agree with that she's a poor sport. Do I agree that she's a bitch? No. She hasn't done anything, like... Bitchy. She hasn't done anything bitchy yet. That's true. So take your comment back, bitch. No. No. Uh, yeah, so this was... I did enjoy this episode. I enjoyed the Snatch Game. Uh, but we're also coming off uh, Dragos UK's Snatch Game last week. And I thought the Dragos UK's Snatch Game was... Or two weeks ago. Was more entertaining. Than this one. I don't think it. Uh, yeah, I thought that Drag Race UK was better, but it still doesn't come up to the Canada's Drag Race. Oh, absolutely level. not. Canada's Drag Race was my favorite. Uh, Alona Burley doing the Cock Destroyer. The Cock Destroyer. Cock Destroyer. Uh, I just that that still resonates with me, and she didn't even win that challenge. So. No. No. And now she didn't even do drag. She didn't do drag. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, no I was idea. like, bitch, did she quit like Aja? This is another Aja moment. Okay, uh, we hope for that for Candy. Formerly the House of Candy. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Uh, I also saw that Dahlia Sin has a, a WoW Presence show. And I was like, um. I don't need that. Do I, don't I need want to that. watch this? I don't think so. I don't think so. What about if I told people I did and then didn't? Yeah. Is that cool? Like that's, that's her show, though. It, it was called something like uh, Losers Can Win Two or something like that. That was like the title. And Just I was like, Broccoli. Yeah, Broccoli. That's all you're known for, girl. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing else. Nothing. You just got a broccoli. Yeah. Whatever it says. Um, we need to wrap this up because I'm ready for bed. Mm-hmm. I've been up since 6 a.m. Absolutely. Um, so, hey. Hey. Are you a small business owner trying to do it all? Take marketing, for example. Nowadays, your business has to have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn account. Who has time to take pictures, write posts, and get them all posted online, let alone like, comment, share, and respond to followers? Don't worry. Economy Works is here to help. Let the Economy Works Talent Network help you do marketing so you can grow your business. Economy works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. But also a shout out to our sister podcast. Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff. Brings you all the history of uh, gay culture. 
gay gay things. It makes everything relevant to gay history. Uh, they talk about everything, period. Uh, but also they bring you all the relevance of gay history to now. Uh, we even have a segment with me. Yeah, I heard there was some, some gay person on there. It's me. Uh, where I am a part of Whip Her, Snap Her. Whip uh, Her, Snap Her. And we talk about uh, youth culture in nowadays, which is still now. When are you going to uh, talk about the Thundercats? Oh, that's very gay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of very gay things. Uh, so if you want to listen to my next topic, which I'm very excited about, uh, that'll be in two weeks. Coming up it's about soon. lemon meringue cream puffs. Yes. Uh, you know I love to bake because I'm terrible at it. Uh, Nicole Meyer, listen. Listen. Uh, so you should definitely take a listen to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. That's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Facebook and Instagram. Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. And send them an email at let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Uh, also, our um, dearly departed mother, who she had a bout of gout. It was just not great. Okay. Um, that was our spoopy podcast. Woo-hoo. Our spoopy podcast brings you mysteries, horror, true crime, horror. urban legends. And other serial killer and etc 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 etc. Not a joke, just a fact. We'll be there. We'll we'll be there. Not a joke, just a fact. Just a fact. Um, that's our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com. Our spoopy podcast on Instagram. Our spoopy on Facebook and no, our sure. spoop on Twitter. No. Our no. spoop. On Facebook and our spoopy on Twitter. Yep. You can also send us an email at our spoopy podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Yes. Um, should we tell our, our dear girls to. Our uh, sweet, sweet listeners that have made it this far into the podcast. That it's over. Yeah. And like, that they should get, get rupee with it? 